Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hi, and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Cindy Murray, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kristen Hessler and Amber Garvin. Hola. And if this is your first time joining us, we're glad to have you here. And if you're returning, then welcome back. We love having you join us for our little conversations. This is something that we do all the time, have these kind of conversations. And we like sharing them with other people. So that's why we're here is to have these conversations and to share them with you. And we would like you to also join in the conversation. So if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast and then go over to our blog at modernmusings.net and you can follow us there. We also have a Facebook group called MMC Chat, which you can access off of our Facebook page for Modern Musings. And you can link to all of that off of our website. Again, that's modernmusings.net. And we want you to do that so that you can get the whole story, not just part of it. Um, today, we are here. We're right here in the holidays. Everything is upon us. And this is often a very stressful time for people. And I want to share my seven secrets for a perfect holiday season. Now, I will tell you, my seven secrets may not be your seven secrets, but these are the things that have helped me in the past few years to be stress-free as much as possible. And learning to be stress-free during the holidays has really increased my enjoyment of the holidays. And that's why I thought it would be a really good thing to share with you guys today. So I'm going to start off um, on the blog earlier this week on Monday, I listed my seven secrets and we're just going to kind of discuss them today and then discuss Amber and Kristen's, their own ideas, their take on having that stress-free holiday. And so I'm going to just share with you right now the list. So the number one for me is to be realistic, to know what I am actually capable of doing and just say no to the rest of it. So a lot of times we get into this idea that the, the holiday has to have this, 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 and this in order to be perfect. And I will be the first one to tell you last year, I learned that none of that stuff has to be there for it to be perfect. Um, and we'll talk about that as we go on. And I talked about that on the blog. Number two is make a plan. I I know you've heard Kristen and Amber and I talk about being planners. Planning is essential. If you know what's coming up, what possibilities you have to look out for, then you are prepared. And that will help you not be reacting to things. You've already planned for it. I also like to say number three delegate if you can delegate some of those responsibilities that takes a load off your shoulder and this is something I used to be the person I felt like I had to do it all I had to do all the baking I had to do all the decorating I had to do all the Christmas cards and everything else and being able to hand that off to other family members and just 
let it go is a big, huge part of letting go of that stress. Lower your expectations. That kind of comes with um, the delegating. So when you delegate, if you lower those expectations, then you're not expecting the other people to be perfect. They do what is perfect for them and you're okay with that. And that takes away a lot of the stress. Number five is be in the moment. It's important to remember why you're celebrating, why you are gathering with these people, why you are doing these things that you're doing. And don't sweat the small stuff. If it's, if it doesn't play into your why, then it doesn't really matter. I also like to remind people about number six, which is keep a budget. A lot of people overspend during the holidays. Um, they overbuy the meals, things like that. If you can keep your budget under control, then you aren't worried about how you're going to pay for it after the holidays are over. And then my last one is keep your routines. A lot of people um, change their routines during the holidays, like their workout, their diet, their sleep habits, those things change. Keep those routines as much as you can because good exercise, good diet, good sleep are important to thwarting that stress. So those are my seven super secrets. Um, I don't think they're really secrets, but those are my seven secrets for a perfect holiday. And I will say, I think we've had some perfect holidays since I started trying to keep those things in mind. What do you guys think? Uh, Y'all have been here with us, you know, all these holidays. Amber's shared many holidays with us as well. So do you have different items that would be your top seven or do you have any comments to make about the seven that I shared? Well, um, I definitely want to add like, um, you know, I know like in the holidays, you're dealing with family, family members. And, you know, throughout the year, you might not have the best relationship with family members. Mm-hmm. But I guess one of uh, my suggestions would be like, don't bring those past grudges in to the holiday because it just brings down everybody else's holiday. I I agree. And I think that falls into the be in the moment. The moment is now be enjoy those people's company now and forget about what happened before. And then like a same thing with like things in in your life. Like if you're, you know, having problems at work or having problems with your spouse or whatever, Mm -hmm. don't don't bring those into the holiday Because the holiday is for everyone to enjoy, not be part of your drama. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a great one. Yeah, I think a lot of families that suffer with the drama with with their relatives, the best thing you can do in those situations is to avoid, you know, those conversations or being in those places where that drama spurs from or accidentally putting your foot in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of times when the family gets together, if there's, you know, one of the family members isn't there, sometimes negative talk happens in some families yeah, about definitely. family members and right. stuff like that. And and that is the negative energy that you bring in to the holiday. Mm-hmm. 
So avoiding that type of conversations with your family or even if it's at like a holiday work party. Right. You know, those kind of things can bring down the vibe. I I agree. Yeah. So what about realistic? Um, I know, like for me, I really want to have it all at the holidays. And that's that's oh, one yeah. of the things I set out. You know, it's like I want to bake all the baked things. I want to go see the lights. I want to make a gingerbread house. I feel like we've kind of found a way to avoid being unrealistic by planning out the holidays. I know because that's making a plan, but we've been documenting what we did the previous year. Yes. In our little holiday planner. And y'all also do it over a series of days. It doesn't always have to be on Christmas Eve. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Because we kind of celebrate it all through December. But I was thinking like, for instance, like the baking stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We want to bake like every favorite cookie recipe and holiday cake (laughs) recipe that we have and mom has like five different pies you know (laughs) right mom has like these different pies that she likes to make for all the different holidays and she kind of like went well if I'm making this pie for Thanksgiving I'm not going to make it for Christmas and then I could make this dessert for New Year's instead of trying to cram it all in at Christmas time or right right and and we do we that's one of the things we do as part of our planning we talk about that um Kristen and I start planning the holidays well in advance of the holidays and we talk about um the menu and the days that everyone's off work and um, you know, what days we have available to do what activities. And we we kind of selectively say, well, we've got time to do something on this day and we've got time to do something on this day. So we could do the gingerbread houses on this day and we could wrap presents on that day and watch a movie or something. And I think that that helps, you know, when you start scheduling it, actually scheduling it out. And making that plan, you see what is realistic yeah, and, what and what is what not. you can do. Yes. I know one year my family, and I know I've told y'all about this, but of course I haven't mentioned this on the podcast, but one year um, my family didn't really plan out who was going to bring what. So it turns out that everybody brought a pie. Mm. And uh, we had about seven or eight different pies one year for nice. Christmas. Nice. And no yeah. meat, no meat or anything else. Yeah. Well, no, there was there was meat because my grandma always made the meat and everything oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So yeah, there was meat and sides and stuff like that. But then um, all the various different families bring a different dessert. Right. So right. Uh, my grandma always makes her pumpkin pies. So then my mom brings pecan pies, and my aunt brought apple pies. And my cousin's girlfriend, it was her first Christmas with us, Allison, of course, now she's been married in the family for like 10 years. She brought a butterscotch pie. Mm. And so there was just, yeah, about seven different flavors of pie. I mean, of course, it all got eaten because my family loved sweets. Yeah. But. uh, (laughs) Don't we all. (laughs) But yeah, there was a lot of pie that year. (laughs) Well, and and we've had that problem before with side dishes on various holidays too, mm-hmm. not just Christmas. Um, you know, when we ha- we've had company for a holiday, and um, you know, three different people will bring beans or something, you know, and or three different potato salads, and so having that planning and 
you know, putting that word out there, you know, notifying everybody else, delegating that goes mm-hmm. back into delegating. Yeah. Oh, and, and really a lot of these things fall they kind of under, go together. They all go That's together. Saying, when planning. you're being realistic, you are lowering your expectations yes. because if you're unrealistic and you have this ideology of what your holiday is supposed to be like this hallmark I always say Hallmark because if you've yes. watched one of those Christmas movies, everything Hall- is like Hallmark, decked. Norman Rockwell. Oh goodness! Yeah. Like that yeah. is not realistic yeah. at all. I have never been yep. to a Christmas or heard about a Christmas where everything went right. No, yeah, I agree. It's there's always something, you know, and even if it's just the the gravy takes longer to set up than you thought it would, or something, you know, you just mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. But having that plan really helps with that because you can you can yeah, kind of have for, a backup gravy a, just in case like a microwave gravy if your right. scratch made gravy doesn't work or or you can have or you can have plans to entertain people while you're waiting for dinner or you can you'll have uh, a few extra appetizers to tide them over if yeah. dinner's delayed um things like that and so you know nothing ever goes as planned and as I mentioned in the blog, last year was a perfect example of that. We had construction remodeling going on in the house last year, and my my living room was gutted. I the the furniture was in the middle of the floor. Um, the carpenters got here in time to lay the hardwood floor, and that was it. Um, I, so I never put up a Christmas tree or anything. Because I knew that I'd have to take it down for them to come work. And so Christmas Eve, we're sitting here with no Christmas tree. We have no Christmas decorations. And we just had a big pile of Christmas presents that Kristen and I had wrapped that were piled Stashed up. Stashed away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and Ashley, you know, was like, you know what? I don't care what kind of tree we have, but I want a tree. So if you don't put up a tree of some sort. I'm going to do something, you know, and so I pulled out one of my smaller trees that goes in a different room. I I had a bunch of pom-poms that I had made that I was going to make a little uh, pom-pom bunting banner thing out of and some those little battery operated fairy lights and I handed them off to her and she decorated. And that it was, was the cutest little tree ever. It was. It was. And it and we did things completely differently. I didn't have a dining room to eat in. So we set up tables outside and my husband went and bought uh another roll of Christmas lights really quick on well, this is Christmas Eve that we're deciding this <laughs> because we didn't I mean, we planned. We planned to not do anything, but then we were just kind of like, mm. yeah. And I so- thought it was set up really nice. It was uh, from an outsider's perspective that just came to eat. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it did. was set up really nice. We moved the tables out to the patio. I covered them with my traditional Christmas tablecloth. I brought out the fine china, and. It was we, nice weather too. Oh, it was beautiful perfect weather, weather here. For and we just sat outside under the lights Christmas Eve and had our formal dinner al fresco. And it was just the best thing ever. And that showed me that perfect is all in your state of mind. It perfect is not about having the exact same thing that you always do or about it 
matching your picture in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect is being in the now, enjoying what is, and remembering why you're there and, and making use of that. And I know that I have definitely fallen into that rabbit hole. I know I talked about this probably around the same time last year when we were talking about Christmas, about the Christmas after my mom died. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I like nearly killed myself to make it exactly how my mom did it Yeah, for my grandma and then my ex-husband, you know, like a... I wanted to play Santa like my mom did. I wanted to cook the same things my mom did. I wanted to do everything like my mom did. And um, I failed horribly at it. It was a really horrible experience. So the next year I decided to just not celebrate Christmas. It was a horrible experience because you were judging yourself. Well, yeah, I was judging myself because I was trying to be just like my mom and be just like how I grew up. Well, And and it just couldn't. I just couldn't. Here's another thing, too, to think about, that your mother probably knocked herself out, exhausted herself, stressed herself, trying to make that exactly the way that you picture it. Um, oh, and she was probably yeah, beating no, herself up She didn't up sleep yeah. on Christmas ever. She took out loans to make everybody have the perfect Christmas, mm-hmm. to buy everybody Christmas presents, to make everything and do everything. My mom really killed herself the whole year just for right. Christmas. And that, that comes back to that expectations thing, you know, she set you up to have those certain expectations about what Christmas should be. But probably if she had just set you up to have a simple tree and simple gifts, those are the things that you would expect. And so it's, yeah, it really is. It, it's a good thing that she loved you so much that she wanted to do all those things, but it was obviously detrimental to her yeah. And and which you've experienced now trying to do it yourself and trying to have those unrealistic expectations. Who's to say that I won't do it if I ever have kids? Well, yeah, it, you know, it things change, you know, I you change what you want for your kids. You um you may be in a different place where you're able to knock yourself out and do all those things, do all the baking and buy all the things and I just think um you know it don't don't sweat that small stuff don't hold yourself to those expectations your Christmas doesn't have to be like your mom's Christmas Mm -hmm. um obviously we've changed things around a lot I've well, I've, I mean, those were her traditions, and right. I need to start and do my own right. traditions. Well, and that's something that we kind of did when we moved to the Dallas area. We um, we moved away from our family. Um, Mark and I both had family alive in the Lubbock area, and we had traditionally Christmas at one family and then Christmas at another family, and both families did things differently, and so... Uh, and then Kristen had yet another family from my my ex-husband's family. So um, we had, you know, all these different things that we loved from all of them and things that stressed us out from all of them as well. And so that was kind of 
when we moved out here and started celebrating Christmas away from them, Mm -hmm. we started changing those things. And some of those things started to happen when the older people in the family that hosted those holidays um, started passing away. Um, And so then the whoever the hostess was it morphs it, yeah. it does it morphs to fit the whatever the hostess wants to do and so we we kind of started developing our own holidays and we just um looked at all the things we did with all of those families and you know kind of co-opted them into our mm-hmm. own traditions and then and then we would see things um you know from other crafters or other friends that they do. And we, we co-opt those things as well. So yeah. I, I had a suggestion that you were just like reeling it right into it. So mine was embracing people and other cultures. Oh yeah. During the holiday season. Um, you know, they always say America is the melting pot of other cultures and you have this wonderful opportunity to experience other cultures holiday celebrations especially if you have a friend or someone who like really understands like the tradition or can share a little piece of it with you um embracing it and enjoying it um for what it is even if it's a surprise or it takes you off of like your planned Mm -hmm. um you know holiday it's still fun though like that's kind of like being in the now and also um you know with the the drama too I think sometimes we get a little like uptight about like what our holiday expectation is because it's our culture and you know with other cultures coming in you have different music and different foods and other people that are also enjoying the holiday and it's branch out and enjoy those things I I agree I agree yeah like um we we um we incorporated Hanukkah into our christmas celebrations i was just going to mention that uh, you know how you've started incorporating part of reina's family into your christmas traditions so there there's a lot of things there um do kristen you didn't mention did you have any things that any um must do's or secrets that you wanted to add to my list there um or any other comments about any of the my secret is to start early and spread yourself out i i do especially for the budgeting thing like uh i try to start um buying christmas things well when christmas things start coming out honestly like uh (laughs) nowadays it's earlier and earlier end of august i started seeing christmas Uh, you know there is a plus to that because places like hobby lobby they always have their holiday decor on sale like 50% 50% yeah, off this right. time of year because it's not Christmas time. Or catch time, it but when it's 75% off the day after Christmas. I always buy my holiday decor the day after Christmas. Oh, yeah. And Halloween oh, that decor. Too. Yeah, I always run and get like yeah. uh, new Clean up on the- wrapping paper <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. yeah but so- like in August, if you want to get a couple of ornaments and some new lights for your tree, you can buy some of that stuff yeah, at 50% some off, 60% yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's definitely worth my it. my ha- Halloween stuff at like the end of July when they started putting it out because it was all 50% off. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah. that's when the the stuff is fresh and there's new things out there, you know, that, yeah. that maybe so, you haven't yeah. seen before or whatever. And I do agree with that. Like set that budget early. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people do what they call a um, a Christmas fund yep. with their bank um, where you have an automatic. Yeah, um, automatic go into a savings or Savings whatever. that you can use for yeah. your Christmas. You can do that even without a bank. Even oh, if absolutely. Even if you didn't want to invest in a separate savings account or something just taking a little bit of cash out and putting it in an envelope um and tucking it away in a safe yes, place that's the best is a really way great... because then you're not looking at it. right yeah. yeah and and just and set you know like a dollar amount um either per person or a total dollar amount and then divide it out how you know there's a lot of different ways you can do it like you can say well for my immediate family i'm gonna give them this amount, you know, and then for, um, friends mm-hmm. and, and lesser, you know, coworkers and things, I'm going to give them yeah. this lesser amount. And, you know, I, I often do that. Like for all the nieces and nephews, they get X number of dollars. And for my children and my grandchildren and my husband, they get more, you know, yeah, so I, I do the same thing. Like I make a list probably beginning of September mid-September of who I'm going to buy for for Christmas and I put them in like different categories and when I can buy that gift because people that I'm not going to see like my friends in Vernon you know or people that live that I'm going to see later that I want to give the gift in person, I probably won't buy their gift until the end of December. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of plan out which paycheck I'm going to buy what gift out mm-hmm. of. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I, I start looking, sometimes I start looking even earlier than that. Um, mm-hmm. I may have a, a, well, I actually keep a running list Um on my on my computer for ideas for gifts for different people. So, yeah, Amazon lists. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, and I so <laughs> yeah, Amazon lists are fabulous because you don't necessarily have to buy yeah, it from Amazon either. Um, shh, don't tell Amazon I said that. <laughs> but um, but th- but that's a great way, and you can. Um, my family actually has Amazon lists for everybody in the family. Um, they add the things that they want to it, and then we've shared the link, and so every year I'll reshare those links. Mm-hmm. Um, with the family and hopefully they have updated their, um, wish lists. <laughs> Sometimes they don't and they wind up getting kind of a surprise for Christmas. But, um, but we like having the list because it kind of gives you an idea. And then I also keep a list of things that I think would be good gifts that maybe they didn't ask for, but that are, um, Things you know they'd like. That I know they would like or things that they need or whatever. And so I I keep a running list of that too. So if I can, you know, I know how much those things are going to cost and I just kind of budget for those. And, you know, it it's not smart to buy Christmas on your credit cards. It really isn't because then you're paying it off all year like my mom did. And yeah. And then next year you're not going to have any money for Christmas again. So um, there's been times in my life when I was a single person and we'll talk about this next week, I think, right, Amber, when we talk about handmade Christmas, handmade gifts. Christmas gifts, um, there were times in my life where I had zero dollars. I was a single mom. I had no money. And so everybody got baked goods from me for Christmas. And you know what? Nobody is going to look down on you 
before. Everybody likes food. Come on now. Well, and everybody knows what your situation is. If you're out there buying $100 gifts and you can't afford to keep food on your table, then everybody knows what your priorities are. And it's not taking care of yourself or taking care of your family. It's trying to look good. I'm, right. I'm sorry. That's a harsh way to look at it, but it is. Don't, nobody is going to think bad of you for buying a small, simple gift. Or something sentimental. That or something small. sentimental or something handmade. Well, it's the thought that counts. Well, it is. It absolutely is. And the, the size of the prize is not the point at Christmas. I mean, even if it's just like a sweet card that you send somebody or a, if you write poetry, a poem from, or a story mm-hmm. from about them, or if you are an artist and you make a drawing, you know, it's. One, one year, one of my, and well, I don't want to give away all of next week, but one year, one of my <laughs> big gifts um, was scrapbooks to my mother and my, my mother-in-law and I spent the whole year making these little scrapbooks of their grandchildren for them. And um, those, those were treasured items for them. And, you know, they, all they cost me really was a little bit of supplies in my time. So yeah. um, so that's where, you know, don't think that you have to buy big, pri- big, big presents or whatever. Because that's not what the holidays are about anyway. Mm-hmm. It's about giving out of your heart, not right. out of your pocketbook. So avoid consumerism. And the ploys on the television. Black Friday is a crazy, stupid. It. And they they just don't started participate. that early this I know, year I know. too, like on it's Amazon. It's just a gimmick, you know. It really is just a gimmick. It's yeah, kind of crazy. And and don't raise your children to be like Dudley Dursley and be like. 39 presents last yeah. year. I got 40. Right. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I learned that lesson yeah. the first year that we had Raina. Uh-huh. I'm not going to, you know, little pictures have big ears, and I don't like to talk about the magical, mystical things that happen at Christmas at Christmas yes. time. But, <laughs> um, you know, she makes this long laundry list of toys that she wants, and she had an expectation that she was going to get every single one of them. And... All were delivered except for one. And it was, you know. She actually got something better than that one. But it wasn't the exact one. It wasn't what her expectation was. And it it shattered me. Because that was my first experience, you know. Yeah. Being the magical, mystical. Part of Christmas. Part of Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) And so my (laughs) expectations were unrealistic. Uh And yeah, that was. Yeah. It's eye opening. It is. It really is. Yeah. And and that's and you're right. It's you have to teach your children to lower their expectations. You do. You cannot allow your children to have those unrealistic expectations because they will grow up into adults who have those AKA me. (laughs) No, really, really not Dudley Dursley. Well, no, I, I never was like that. But, you know, I mean. No, it really never was like that. I was just thinking of like um, I had, you know, the expectations I had to make Christmas exactly like how my mom made it. Right, right. No, but, but there like are there when, are whenever you, 
if your mom like broke her back giving you every single thing and then you threw a tantrum because oh no I never did that and yeah I knew that I wasn't gonna get everything on my list because you know my mom had certain places that she went to shop and I knew that my friend Chaslin and I would probably get the exact same gifts because my mom's best friend, Rhonda, they both went to the same places to shop. So I knew I had the, you know, I had an idea of like what my mom did and where she went as far as, you know, buying me gifts. I knew I wasn't going to get everything that I wanted. You know, she usually bought me a perfume and I'd give her like a list of five perfumes that I might want. And she'd go to Harry Hines and buy me a perfume. Oh, yeah. and for all of you who don't know, like Harry Hines is like uh, the shopping district here in the yeah, Dallas where area. you go it's and like, buy it's the like import district. Yeah, the import. Like so, there's, so there's, if you want, yeah, yeah stuff off that you can't find. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> knockoffs and um, yeah, it's like uh, Canal Street. <laughs> and, and like you know, she always bought me shoes, so I'd give her like five or six kind of shoes that I might want. So and I do, I'd get maybe one of them or something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, the Delia's catalog, which is like a, a really hip ordering store when Kristen and I were kids. Oh, my kids. God. I wish I still got those because I would totally wear those clothes. Yeah. Here's, here's a thought. So is it Switzerland that does hygge? Is Switzerland? Um, I believe it's Nordic countries. Okay. Like. So where it's really cold. Yes. <laughs> north Huga. of Huga. 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 Okay. Huga. It's spelled. Um, I don't have it up there anymore. I had it, I know. I had it posted like, oh, on like, my bulletin board. Yeah. It's H Y G G E, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. So uh, we're talking about like gift giving and um, like actual like Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, but um, you know. And if you had listened to the uh, holiday traditions, you know, we're kind of going in that direction a lot with some of this conversation. But um, I kind of like to think about the perfect holiday as not just um, those experiences, like the traditions and stuff like that. But it's it's all five senses in a way, right? You yes, get your, absolutely. The, the, the music, the food. The smells, oh, like I love to put my Scentsy wax mm-hmm. this time of year. Like I take advantage and I put all the Christmas smells. And um, if you don't know what Scentsy is, it's wax. It's a wax, wax melt melter. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so Huga is um, the whole idea of being like comfortable and cozy snuggly and, and cozy mm-hmm. and experiencing like that comfort. Yes. Indoors with your family or by yourself. Mm-hmm kind of falls in with like self-care and stuff it does and you know that's kind of one of the things that i embrace i i actually had it up on my little bulletin board over here that's why she was looking for it yeah i was like Um, i love to use it to like because i can read it yeah i took my stuff down so i could reorganize everything and it's empty right now so um but yeah that's one of the things that i kind of embrace for the holiday season is i like to incorporate that feeling i want my whole fall you know starting in october actually Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to feel that way um in my home because it fall is home time for me fall and winter are home time for me and 
Um, so all of those holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, everything is all about making it comfy, cozy, and just hunkering down for the for the cold weather. Mm-hmm. Not that we get all that much cold weather here, but um, but I like that feeling, you know. And so it is. I it is all about the the smells and the the plush blankets on the sofa and um, you know mood lighting and things like that. I have like all the little flickering candles that, you know, battery mm-hmm. operated and um and the Scentsy and by the way, Kristen sells Scentsy if you want some. Oh. <laughs> but um shameless plug. Yes, yeah, shameless plugs there. <laughs> um so anyway, um you know, we we like all those things. I what about your routines? Talk let's talk about how routines oh, right. change so keeping the, the routines. That is so hard because I am like on out of control like I miss one routine and then my whole life yeah. goes like spinning out of control it's it's hard because I'm <laughs> off for like two weeks during the holidays oh, yeah. being a teacher so it's yeah. hard to keep those routines because I have like a certain like routine that I do before work yeah right right it's almost like you would have to plan it ahead of time in October and be like okay all these days in December I'm gonna be off this is what I'm gonna do during just all to those days on, yeah to, to, to mimic my to routine. make a routine maybe yeah. maybe it's not necessarily the same routine but mm-hmm. you you try to mimic those routines right like, but if you're going to get up and go shopping you might as well get up and be there at eight o'clock because you're whatever. normally getting up yeah mm-hmm. that's or, what i try to do on the weekends i try not to sleep until 1 p.m on the weekends <laughs> because <laughs> i know that i'm gonna have to get up at 5 a.m on monday right yeah. and and like exercise routines a lot of people um forego their exercise routines because families in town or whatever well there's nothing that says you can't take your family out to walk the dog like you normally do every night right. um my husband mark does that with when rain is here it he invites Raina to come with him on the walk with the yeah. dog so rather than give up right. walking the dog to stay with family. Or even if you can't do that routine, maybe incorporating your family into something else to keep the physical activity yes. maintained. Yes. And and same thing with food and, and your diet. Uh, you know, a lot of us blow <laughs> that diet during right, holidays. Yeah, just go crazy. Well, yeah, and you know. It starts I'm, in October and it, goes all the way does. through New oh, Year's. Oh, it totally does because there's all those yummy <laughs> fall flavors. at the end of February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After yeah. the, well, after the, well, after the end, Easter. the day after. Well, oh, okay. Soon. Then there's Easter. Yeah. So okay. oh, oh, you can only do. Father's can, Day. Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. No, no, no dieting ever. No, okay. So, so, but the idea Make is that, you know, you, we bake all these baked goods and cookies and things and, but a little bit of self-control goes a long way. You know, mm-hmm. even though you have all those foods there, give a lot of them away. Go ahead and bake all those foods and then bag some up and send some home with all your guests. Mark's mom, my grandma, Mima, she used to do that. She would make like this bunt cake, like a spice cake. And she'd have it and she'd cut a slice for herself and give everyone a slice. And then whenever we'd leave, she'd send us home with half a cake. Yeah. Or she'd put mm-hmm. the other half in the freezer. Yeah. And so so there's nothing that says you have to sit there and eat, 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 eat all those foods. So 
Um, eat what you, you know, eat a little bit, enjoy them, but give, give some away when you're, when your company comes for dinner, pack up a big goodie bag full of candies right. for them to take <laughs> home. Um, go, you know, bag up some and take them to your neighbors and, um, you know, things like that. And then you're, you've gotten your little sample of your favorite Christmas cookie. Um, you've met that expectation, but you're not, you're being realistic. You can't eat all those cookies and maintain a healthy weight or maintain a healthy diet or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and same thing with your other meals and, you know, the holidays are not necessarily an excuse just to, yeah. Well, I mean, and the holidays are not just an excuse to eat all you want, you know, be realistic. Remember what this is going to do to you plan for it. Um, plan for those holiday parties. You know, if you know you're going to a holiday party and there's not going to be anything healthy there to eat, eat before you go. Mm. And then you can or just take what you can eat and share it with other people. That's what I do with my work parties because yes. I know that everybody's going to bring muffins or whatever. Right. And, th- and there's probably other people there that appreciate having something healthy to yeah. eat. I'm always the one to bring the vegetable plate yeah and and those are that's a good thing you know hover around the vegetable plate you know that's you can do that um i'm trying to think what else oh the delegating delegating Mm. oh i did want to say because i feel like i felt a certain type of way for like two seconds and then i was I was like amazed at it. So my mom never let me put the ornaments on the tree. Let me just say that she had the way she liked to put her tree up. That's why she didn't want to mess with it last year because (laughs) she likes the ornaments in a certain place. And, you know, she has a very like intricate Christmas tree. Well, and I have a lot of fragile, very fragile fragile ornaments. ornaments that are older than me. So when Raina came along, the first Christmas that they spent with us, where we were like, hey, let's decorate the tree together. Because mom's always complaining, I got to put it up by myself. But then no one wants to help her because she wants it done a certain way. <laughs> yes, so we all just true. avoid it, this to be true. honest. So we would always just avoid helping her with the tree because there's nothing I could do, like, to do it the way you wanted it, you know, because you wanted it a certain way. But when Raina came around, she just had so much joy in letting Raina put the ornaments on the tree. And it was the most relaxing thing ever because she lowered her expectations. She delegated and allowed other people because sometimes delegating isn't just being the boss and telling other people what to do, but it's also allowing other people to help you. Yes, yes. Allowing them to be part of that planning right. and orchestration right yeah now it's a new tradition that Raina helps put up the right yes. and tree. she loves coming over here to decorate the tree i think yeah. she likes decorating your tree more than ours right. at home well and then and then that branched off into decorating our halloween our, mm-hmm. our houses for halloween mm-hmm. as well and it so. actually got done early because we made each other like accountable we made a plan mm-hmm. and we held each other accountable for it but yeah i the delegating is is really hard because it, it and it goes back to those lowered expe- expectations and making that plan and being realistic. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. Even if I did it, it wouldn't be perfect. Um, so, you know, let's let's have a realistic expectation about what the tree can look like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't have to let the five year old handle the fine hand blown crystal. Um, but she can certainly handle 
the hand-painted walnut that looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so we, we do this together. We each pick an ornament and we do it and we decide where we go. And we coach, you know, Kristen and I have begun coaching Raina in, well, we need some up high. We need some down low. That's too close to another angel. Let's put it over here where there's not any angels. You or... see where I'm going, people? Yeah, I'm really bad. <laughs> I'm very OCD about the tree. Her tree no, is like so tri- am trigonometry. <laughs> no, so am I. Like uh, this will be. This is our second year, Jason and I putting up a tree together, and I, I definitely coach him. Like this needs to go there. There are too many icicles in one area. <laughs> There's a blank spot. No, I'm the same way. <laughs> Well, yeah. a Christmas tree is a work of art. It is a three-dimensional sculpture. It basically is. It is artwork. Well, I mean, and people keep a tree up all year round. Some and, people do, yeah. You know, it is an artistic thing for them. It is an artistic expression. And I have multiple trees throughout my house. And my big tree that's in the living room is the most decorated one. And it's the one I'm most picky about. But it, um, I do enjoy letting Raina and Kristen help me with that. And, you know, they probably would have helped me a long time ago if I had allowed it going back to that delegating, Mm -hmm. but there's other things we delegate as well. Like, um, you know, I let go of my expectation about the green bean casserole and I let Kristen (laughs) make the green bean casserole. Hers is a little (laughs) different than mine. It doesn't mean it's not good. So I let go of my expectation of it tasting just like mine and she makes hers, and it's good, and it's fine, and everybody loves it. So who cares? Um, one year, I let Travis make the mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't even made mashed potatoes. It was Bob Evans in the tub. And those were pretty and good. And they were pretty they? darn good. So, you know, there's, there's lots of things where um, that delegating, lowering expectations. I, I sent my husband out last year to decorate the patio and get the table set up and he did it different than what I pictured in my head, but it was still a very beautiful thing. And I just love looking back at the pictures, um, that we took of that patio with all the China set up on the table and the lights and, and it was just beautiful. And if I hadn't delegated, if I had overseen that myself, It would not have looked the same. It might not have turned out as well as it did. And I would have been stressed out because I was trying to cook at the same time. So, you know, I just let that stuff go. Let that, let that beep go. Yeah. Well, I know um, my grandma used to be the same way and she was the head of Christmas And as she got older, she started delegating. And I remember the year that she delegated her her famous broccoli rice casserole to me. And I, it was like, and that's the thing that everybody looked forward to eating every Christmas was the family's broccoli rice casserole. And so, you know, every year... I make it a little bit different (laughs) because I always forget to buy one ingredient (laughs) every year. So, but for some reason, it turns out really great every year. And I just remember the first year that I made it, I was in my 20s 
for my family and they're all coming with high expectations. And I thought, oh, I'm going to fail miserably at this. I forgot. I believe that year I forgot the celery. Mm. So uh, I made it. And it turned out fine. Everybody was complimenting me on it. They didn't even notice that it didn't have celery, which was nice. But I swear every year I make it, I forget one ingredient. <laughs> you funny. are totally getting signed up for that. Yep, yep, yep. Guess what oh. you get to make for our holidays. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, uh, I don't eat it, but I love it. Because that's one of the things mom always wants to make, but she always crosses it off because at the I end. Because I never have because, time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what is the one thing... That you refuse to delegate, that you refuse to let somebody else do. One of um, mine is something I can't talk about because little pitchers have big ears. Oh yeah, yeah, so, that one's a that one's a good one. Um, yeah, the magical mystical. I the magical I mystical part. I am like, I get to be a mom now. Yeah, I get to be. Yeah, thing that is a that is a magical, wonderful thing. And when I had children, that was one of my favorite parts. If you too. don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about, I'm so sorry, but yeah, <laughs> you can just well, imagine. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I, mine, mine, mine goes with gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, I like wrapping the gifts. Same, yeah, like uh, buying I, I the gifts, buying too. and wrapping um, the gifts. I could Jason is really that. horrible at buying gifts. <laughs> Mark, Mark is good at buying gifts, but he's terrible at wrapping gifts. And I'm very picky about my gift wrapping. I like, uh, I like my papers to be in a theme or to match. Um, this comes back to well, we all know I'm OCD anyway, but this comes back to the days when we had to go to multiple families. Um, and so we would have gifts that went to this house or that house or whatever. And it was too hard to just throw them under the tree and, you know, then sort them out out later when you needed to go. So I always had a color scheme for each, each household. So friends were one color. Um, you know, Mark's family was one color. My family was one color. Um, Kristen and Chuck's family was another color. And so then it was easy. You just go under the tree and grab all the things. So I've always had these um, packages that had matching paper. And so I, for me, that's something I can't give up. I love having the matching paper and I usually go through and pick out a color scheme and then I will just buy papers in those colors. But I'm, I'm really picky about the way they're wrapped. I don't want them popping open. I don't like, wrinkled packages i i just that's my thing so that's one of the ones i i can i can give up everything else i can give up cooking i can i've given up the decorating of the tree um you know last year i did hardly any decorating at all but the but the wrapping of the gifts that's that's the big one but that's also like a fun activity because we kind of made a tradition out of we we did mm -hmm, yes we'll sit travis and reina and everyone else in the living room and we'll be in the dining area and we'll watch a movie where we can see this tv also and we'll wrap gifts you know be like don't look i'm wrapping yours really quick yeah (laughs) Yeah. i love buying gifts and wrapping gifts and stuff like that just i uh like uh jason uh he was uh I was I had this whole thing planned for Jason's mom's birthday like I was going to make her a gift. I mean, we were also going to give her like he always gives his mom a, a car wash gift thing. 
every year. And I was like, yeah, we can do that. But I have like this whole thing planned. Well, he just went ahead and went and bought the car wash gift thing. Didn't even get her a card and uh, just gave it to her Boys. for her birthday. And I and I was just like, that made me so mad because I was making this gift. And I was like, okay, you're now banned from buying gifts. Uh, but that's kind of like his tradition. Yeah, so. it's, uh, yeah it's, it's his tradition. But he didn't even get her a card that said, and he didn't, like, didn't say, oh, from Amber either. He just handed it to her. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, okay. It, that's it, takes, it takes time in your relationship <laughs> to meld together the gift Those, buying experience. Yes, yes. And, and just doing the and holidays those... together. Um. I remember the first time I brought Travis over, it was probably like an hour of me going, I want you to meet my parents though. Like come over, you know, cause it was around Christmas and I was like, but I just went to your family's house, you know? And that was like, I was like, is this, you know, going to be an issue in our relationship? Because I'm going to spend Christmas with my mom. Like, <laughs> forget right. you then, you well, know. He and was so super shy when yeah, y'all first started dating. And that really <laughs> was what it was. And then, um, you know, I then was like, okay, I need to know more about your family's holidays. And, um, you know, like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? And, you know, and, you know, of course, COVID happened. So we haven't really spent much holidays with his other family members um, because they've been really like sheltering in place. So it's kind of like something you kind of have to learn in a new relationship is that, you know, you both want to stick with your absolutes. Mm -hmm. And then you also have to be willing to you have to be be flexible. flexible. Um, you know, and that was always hard whenever, you know, coming from a blended family and having like, you know, multiple families that you have to figure out how to visit everybody. You know, when I was a kid, I always missed out on the family fun at one house when I was over at the other house. And so I was kind of like, oh man, I missed out. And then, and then I would go back to the other house and I was like, oh man, I'm missing out on all the fun over there, you know? And that was really challenging. So it actually became easier when we just stopped going to like everybody's houses and just trying to make it just smaller, you know, instead of trying to go, go, go. That made it a little bit easier on me because I I just had like FOMO the whole time. Yeah. But now we make our own fun. Yeah. 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 And all the things that that you loved and missed at the other house, we can do Mm -hmm. with that, you know. We can do that together. So, and that, that goes back to what I said, you know, about changing, changing what our, what we wanted to do and things. So we just kind of adopted those traditions from the other things that we love. And sometimes we don't have time to do all of those things. Um, you know, obviously like last year, you know, we had no decorations and we ran out of time to decorate the, um, gingerbread house well we didn't have gingerbread houses last year we had gingerbread sweaters and well they were like sugar cookies they were sugar cookies pre-baked cookies yeah i bought a kit we bought a kit thinking this will be fun we'll make ugly sweater cookies instead of gingerbread houses and um we ran out of time to get it done because of all the construction and um and also because of um we had koi here at the time and we were trying to take care of him and different things. And so I think Kristen and Raina were the only ones who made a cookie actually. Mm -hmm. And, and they sat out for days and days and days 
and nobody else ever made one. And, you know, we wind up just throwing them away and the cookies were terrible and uh, it was it was really bad. Yeah. But, you know, that that goes back to that being realistic, lowering your expectations. Yeah, we and being in the moment, too. You know, they all of these things just kind of go together. Um, you can't just practice one of them. You kind of have to practice all of them. And and really, I think if you wanted to add it in, you could make that eighth one and call it be flexible. Yeah. And or be willing, you know. Um, you know, because sometimes the plan doesn't work and, you know, you just have to do what you can do. So, well, I think that's, um, unless y'all have something else you want to add to that. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, next week we are talking about handmade Christmas gifts. I know. See, we, here we, are. <laughs> we already in- talked about it, but yeah. We're all in December and we're we're talking all the, all the holiday stuff again. So my favorite topic, Christmas yeah. gifts. I know we already talked about it a little well, bit, well, but we we're going to talk few, more. We're going to go in there's depth. So many things, so many ideas. So I'm looking forward to that. I I think you guys are too. Um, if you have any um, secrets to a perfect holiday, or you disagree or agree with anything that we've talked about on the podcast today. Leave us some comments. Um, Go over to our MMC chat. Head over to the blog. Any of those places are great forums to carry on the conversation. And um, we'd like to give special thanks to Red Door Studios, Creative Audio Tech, for our music and recording equipment. And we'd like to thank you, our loyal listeners. If you've enjoyed this, please give us a good rating and share the feed with all your friends. And we'll pick up this conversation next week with handmade Christmas gifts. Bye. Bye. Bye.